It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Chris Carter of the Locked On Steelers podcast, and we've got a bonus episode here for you today. Special interview with Steelers legend and Hall of Famer Alan Fanica. It's going to be a fun one. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things in the Pittsburgh Steelers. As always, you can find this show on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. If you're watching this video on YouTube, hit the like button on the video if you enjoy it. Hit the subscribe button on our YouTube channel to get all of our daily Monday through Friday episodes as well as our bonus content. We thank you for making the Lockdown Steelers podcast your first listen every day because we're your team every day. Now, as I said, sometimes we have bonus content. Well, that's what this is. We had a special visitor stop by. It was Alan Fanica, legendary Hall of Fame. Super Bowl champion guard for the Pittsburgh Steelers through the legendary block in the Willie Parker 75-yard touchdown run against the Seahawks. And we had a lot to talk about. One, he's been doing a lot of work to raise awareness against epilepsy. And with his with his ep- epilepsy condition that he's dealt with throughout his career, wanted to talk to him about his work in that field, also how it impacted his life as an NFL player, and as well as how the Steelers helped him deal with it. And also, we'll get his thoughts on he was once part of a struggling Steelers offense in the late 90s when he was drafted to the Steelers. He had to be part of a transition to become a top 10 offense that eventually became the foundation that led to Ben Roethlisberger's hot start and first Super Bowl championship. Then we'll also talk to him about how that relates to the rest of the Pittsburgh Steelers today with Kenny Pickett, Pat Frymuth, Najee Harris, and what he sees out of that group and if that group could become the next great Steelers offense in the years to come. Here's my interview with Alan Fanica. Alan Fanica, just wanted to talk with you about your, your contributions to the Step Zero campaign. Could you let people know what you've been doing to help that campaign in the fight to raise ep- awareness about epilepsy? Yeah, so uh, Steps Towards Zero is a campaign brought by SK Life Science, and we're trying to educate and inspire and, and kind of reactivate the epilepsy community. We want We want everybody to uh, take a take another look at their health plan, uh, visit with their doctors, uh, try and figure out a new path. Uh, so many times people with epilepsy uh, stay on the, stay on the path that they're they're on. The medicine's working. They have, you know, they might be having seizures. They might be not. But, you know, medicine makes advances. Our bodies change. It's time to revisit and, and figure out if there's a better a better version of you out there. If you can go out there and, and work towards having zero seizures, then it, it's worth a visit to your doctor. It's worth the time. And we're just trying to get everybody engaged and to be a part of it. Alan, I know that you've you've dealt with epilepsy since you were a teenager. Why has this been such an important subject to you as you've carried it throughout your whole life and you've had a successful NFL career? Well, you know, I've always thought that, um, uh, a, you know, it started out as, as a player in the NFL and now here I am a Hall of Famer, you know, uh, 
to to use the platform and to use the platform to talk to it you know i love talking to little kids uh when i get the opportunity about it and you know to share stories because you know you're a kid you're just trying to be a kid right or a teenager and you're just trying to fit in and do what everybody else is doing but you really got this serious medical condition going on and, you know sometimes you have these embarrassing moments that you think are embarrassing. You have a seizure or, you know, you just want to be normal. And if I can get in front of some kids and tell them, you know, hey, I walked to high school one time in my pajamas. I did this or I did that. Right. This big guy here with this big career has done these embarrassing things. And he's up there and he was able to, to put it behind him and he's able to, to tell us about him. You know, I think that I hope that that means something to them and that they, they'll kind of reevaluate where they are and, and maybe think a little bit differently. I hear that. Alan, I wanted to ask you, when you, you knew you had epilepsy going into play for LSU and then going into when you were playing for the Steelers, how are the Steelers as an organization helping you manage that in your NFL career, making sure that you, you were taking care of your health and there were people looking out for you? You know, always, uh, always uh, on top of, uh, you know, making sure I was visiting with, the, with my doctors, the team doctors, uh, you know, in the draft process, really just being inquisitive and asking uh, about things. And, you know, I did that with all of the teams, really everybody, you know, just kind of wanted to know, uh, you know, really if I was on top of it, you know, if it was something that I was taking care of or if it was uh, an issue for them, uh, as far as that, is this guy really on top of his plan of, of taking care of himself? Or was it something they needed to be worried about? Um, so really just kind of staying with me and kind of, uh, you know, not holding my hand, but going through the process with me, the, the Steelers were all the time. That, that's awesome. I, I wanted to also ask, you know, during the time you drafted late 90s, uh, you know, the the, Ro the Roonies bring you in and then you guys you know, went through some rough years, but you coalesced and you found ways to kind of grow from that to become, you know, uh, one of the one of the top 10 offenses in the NFL in a, in a few years. What do you remember being some of the biggest things that helped you guys come together in that time period and find your find your foundation? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Man, the, 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 the struggle, right? Uh, you learn things about yourself individually and as a group through, through uh, struggles, troubles, um, so all those, all those, that it wasn't fun times for fans or for us. Right. But we were learning things about ourselves, um, uh, what we were capable of. We were becoming better players, a better, better teams and units. Uh, and it just kind of slowly, you know, we had those couple of bad years and then it just kind of like, all right, you felt the ride going upward. And then, and then it just, we finally took off. What, what goes into having the patience to fight through those type of years when you, you know, you know, you're better than six and 10 or, or, or seven and nine. And that you guys like, Hey, I got to keep the confidence in myself and in my teammates that on the other end of this tunnel, we're going to be one of the best teams in the NFL. You got to block out the noise. Everybody's got to worry about themselves and do what you can do. How can you be a better player? What do you need to do for me as an offensive lineman to be a better left guard and from there, how does me being a left guard 
help my buddy to my left and my right? How do we become a better offensive line? And then branches out from there to, to the offense and the team. And, you know, with that mentality, with everybody doing that mentality, that's when you start taking those steps upward towards turning the things around. And, you know, it doesn't always happen uh, in the same year. You know, I know for us, the year before uh, we cracked through and made the playoffs my first time, you know, we started out bad the year before, but then we started making those steps at the end. And then, you know, we had a chance in the final game. Uh, I think we needed Indianapolis to lose. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And we would have been in and we were out in San Diego playing. Um, and, uh, you know, it's we we fought back. You know, we all knew going into next year we had something. We talked about that in that locker room after that last game. Like we messed up in the beginning, but we're on the right track and we're going to carry this over to next year. Yeah, I remember that nine and seven season. I think that was the William Blackwell return touchdown game if I remember correctly uh, that was that was a crazy but you're right after that you guys found your footing next two years you guys were a top 10 offense and that kind of set the foundation for when Ben Roethlisberger came in and you guys won an amazing Super Bowl R bringing that forward to what you see I don't know how much you watch this year's Steelers but you see this is a young offense they're trying to find their footing Kenny Pickett Pat Fryer with Najee Harris George Pickens and an offensive line trying to find their group what do you see in them that makes you think like maybe they will find a way to get to, you know, where you guys got. You know, you definitely see the moments, right, where it's starting to click and it's just not clicking for, you know, the full 60 minutes of a game or, or maybe, you know, right when it needs to. But you definitely see the parts moving and you see uh, the good drives uh, and, and the good plays and things. It's just not happening consistently right now. And I think that's that's where you look at it and you're like, all right, we're doing it. We're just not doing it as good as or as long or as many times as it needs to be done. And I think that's where you see the growth coming and the growth continuing to grow is when it starts happening for longer stretches. Do you see anything in Kenny Pickett when you watch him play that reminds you of any like tough players or tough quarterbacks that you've seen play in your time? Um, well, you know, tough and quarterback is all relative. But, <laughs> uh, but you know, he's gone out there and he's played hard. You know, he's, he's been out there fighting for first downs and stuff. I think, uh, I think he's doing really good for a rookie. There's only only so much you can expect for a rookie in that that position and has to make those decisions uh, where everybody on the field is at the top of their game versus college where he was last year, you know, where there might have been two, three, four in a good game, you know, that are all at the top of their game uh, in the college level. So the game has changed dramatically. Um, you know, I, people always ask you, does the game in the NFL move faster? And it doesn't really move faster, but everybody's moving faster, right? So all mm -hmm. 22 guys are, are moving at the same speed that you are versus, you know, the five in college or however many are at that time in that, in that you know, college life that they're in. So that's what happens. Everybody's moving fast. Absolutely. Alan, just wanted to thank you so much for taking your time today. Can you let people know if they wanted to help and contribute to the Step Towards Zero campaign, what they, what they should be able to do? Sure, you can go to stepstowardszero.com to find out all your information, uh, help guides, everything that's there. You can also also hashtag steps towards zero uh, in your social media, and they'll uh, they'll donate a dollar to the Epilepsy Foundation. That's awesome. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Locked On Steelers podcast. And thanks so much again to Alan Fanica for stopping by to be a guest on the show. It was wonderful talking with him. It's crazy. I grew up watching him as a kid. He was 
kind of the shining example of what an offensive line was supposed to be. I played guard in high school, so it's crazy seeing the guy that I used to think, oh, I could play like that guy and be able to talk to him on a show that I do today. And uh, it was also interesting to hear his insights. We'll see if his insights and the encouraging thoughts that he might have had on this current Steelers offense and what they're going through in their struggles leads to the brighter days that he saw as a Pittsburgh Steeler as time passes. But if you enjoyed this bonus episode of the Lockdown Steelers podcast, but you missed our Friday episode, go back and check it out. We've got Jenna Harner on, as always, for Fridays. We get our outlook. We're talking about the Arby's package that the Panthers offense likes to throw together. And can the Steelers defense finally stand up to it, as well as an update as to how the Steelers quarterback situation is playing out. And finally, we'll also give you all our predictions for the week and our prediction for Steelers-Panthers right there on the Friday episode. And, of course, I'll be back Sunday night, Monday morning, going over what happened in Steelers-Panthers this weekend and what's coming into the week ahead as we head into the Christmas weekend. Thanks again for checking out the Lockdown Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. Watch me here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast or listen to me on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, or YouTube. Like this video if you enjoyed it. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to get all of our daily Monday through Friday episodes as well as our bonus content like this one. If you want a shout-out, give us a five-star review with a positive comment at the both at the same time. You get a shout-out at the end of the show. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. We'll be back soon with more on your Pittsburgh Steelers right here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.